0: You are tuned in to On Air with Chris Schanifel. Welcome back. On Air with Chris Schanifel as we continue our Player Spotlight Series with the 2020 NFL Draft Class. And I'm now joined by wide receiver out of Division II powerhouse Minnesota State man Cato. He's Shane Zilstra, And Shane, I really appreciate you taking the time this evening. How's everything going?
1: Everything's going really well. I appreciate you having me on.
0: The pleasure is all mine and uh, Shane, for those unfamiliar with you, for those unfamiliar with your story, with your journey, you're from Spicer, Minnesota, you went to New London Spice High School, what was the recruiting scene like for you and how did you decide that Minnesota State Mankato was going to be the best fit for you? You know, the
1: recruiting coming out of high school is pretty minimal. Um, actually I was recruited mostly by the schools in our conference, in the NSIC conference. Um... You know, I had a few walk-on offers to some Division I AA schools, um, but ultimately, obviously, chose Mankato, and I think it worked out for me.
0: (laughs) To say the least, to say the least, it it certainly looks like it worked out for you. Um, You redshirted your first year, and then the following year in 2016, Shane, you would make an instant impact as you hauled in 29 receptions for 500 yards and seven touchdowns. What would you say allowed you to make the instant impact uh, that you made your first year active for the Mavericks? You
1: know, it was just that development developmental year. Um, we had a really big uh, or large group of seniors um, that year, and obviously that next season when I played. Um, and it was just learning from those guys and really learning and taking everything I could from them um, on how to be a, a great college football player.
0: And throughout your career, Shane, you put up 227 receptions, over 4,300 receiving yards, and 54 touchdowns. You dominated week in and week out, despite um, being one of, if not the main focal point on opposing defensive scouting reports. Um, you know, what's even more impressive is the fact that Mankato, a, a run-heavy, run-first type offense, and here you are putting up those type of numbers at receiver. What's it been like to, to have such a big impact on one of the best teams in the nation?
1: You know, it's it's an incredible feeling. Um, just kind of looking back on all of those stats, it's pretty surreal. Um, but like you said, Chris, you know, we we are a run heavy school, and that's something we pride ourselves on. And you know, we didn't care who knew about it because we'd go out there and boast that. Um, so I think I helped uh, complement that run game very well.
0: You absolutely did. And as a junior, you set a Minnesota State record in receiving yards. You racked up one thousand two hundred sixty one yards on sixty six receptions. To go with 14 touchdowns, you would shatter those numbers this past season as a senior. You hauled in 81 receptions for 1,676 yards and 18 touchdowns. You helped lead the Mavs to a 14-1 and record. Unfortunately, that one loss came in the national championship game, 48-40 to against West Florida, a game in which you had 11 catches, 145 yards, and a touchdown. But now being a couple months removed from the season and your collegiate career officially coming to an end, Shane, uh, you know, just how special have the past four years been at uh, Mankato?
1: You know, it's it's been nothing short of amazing. Uh, you know, as a freshman, you look back on it and you hear all the seniors talk about how fast it goes. But then, you, you know, you think, oh, you know, I have four or five years, whatever it is. And then, you know, obviously I'm a senior now graduated and it, it really does go that fast. And you get, can't take that time for granted, that's for sure.
0: And I have to ask, what has it been like playing for head coach Todd Hoffner and his staff, Shane? Ever since Hoffner arrived at Mankato, the Mavericks have always seemed to be in contention. They've been in conversation for uh, conference uh, titles and uh, obviously national titles as well. What's it been like being a part of a team with the winning mindset and the winning culture that's been instilled over the years at Mankato?
1: Yeah, it's it's been awesome. Um, You know, it's pretty special for us. Uh, we had very little turnover in my four years there. You know, everybody knows it's no secret that Division Two is, you know, the stepping stone for coaches. You know, they turn over coaches all the time. But we were very fortunate to keep a lot of our tra- er, uh, coaching staff. Um, so I think that was a huge part of our success was just to be able to, you know, grow that culture and that winning tradition like you talked about.
0: And playing in the NSIC, Shane, it's one of the tougher conferences in Division Two. Um, we see guys come out of that conference year in and year out that, that go on to have NFL careers. Um, very talented conference, very competitive conference. Is there a certain player or two that comes to mind you know when, when I ask you who the best player you've lined up against has been over the last uh, handful of years?
1: You know Gunner Olaszewski for Bemidji State and now the Patriots. He was you know he's someone that definitely really stood out to me. He was phenomenal. Um, and we were able to line up actually across from each other most of that game. So, you know, when you when you mention that, that's probably who I think of right away.
0: Absolutely, and uh, now uh, a key special teams player for the New England Patriots. Again, we're chatting with 2020 NFL Draft Prospect, the record-breaking All-American wide receiver out of Minnesota State, Mankato. He's Shane Zilstra, and Shane, one of the best wide receivers currently playing in the NFL, comes from Minnesota State, Mankato. He. Turned, it, turned a tryout into a practice squad contract and worked his way up through special teams to rising up the wide receiver depth chart. And now he's known as arguably the best route runner in the NFL, and that's Vikings wide receiver Adam Thielen. Um, not to mention your brother, Brandon Zylstra, plays professionally. He had one of the best seasons as a wide receiver um, that a wide receiver has ever had in the Canadian Football League. Now he's playing for the Carolina Panthers, Seeing that you're now knocking on the NFL door, uh, Shane, does it encourage you, uh, you know, seeing some guys like Adam Thielen, like your own brother, come from where you've come from and and make it to the very top? Does it encourage you seeing guys, you know, from your background or guys of your build um, make it to the very top?
1: Yeah, it's very encouraging, like you said. Um, And, you know, to get that... Feeling of having that background and similar body types and whatnot is, is very encouraging. And not only that, but the whole small school, you know, um, knock that a lot of people get. You know, Brandon coming from Division Three, and then Adam obviously coming from Division Two. It just it goes to show that there are players at every level.
0: Yeah, we see it year in and year out. Uh, you know, if you can play, doesn't matter where you come from, whether it's FBS or D two D three, they'll find you. What advice has your brother Brandon given you as you now look to follow his footsteps into the NFL? Oh, I couldn't even narrow it down. We, uh,
1: <laughs> you know, I pick his brain all the time, and we're actually currently working out together. He's back in Minnesota um, specifically, I think, to help me um, throughout my journey. But, yeah, I mean, every day we're working out together. We've been doing a lot of routes lately and lifting and all that, going through routes and depths and, and the verbiage in the NFL and everything. So he's just been a phenomenal resource for me.
0: And I'm sure it's always been the dream, Shane, but when did it hit you that you, you could turn this dream into a reality and actually play professional football? When did you realize that you are going to give this thing a full go?
1: You know, it was obviously, like you said, a, a childhood dream. And, you know, it's been in the back of my mind. But it was really probably my freshman year when I first played that first season that I was able to be productive, you know, just as a freshman with a ton of seniors ahead of, ahead of me, excuse me, um, but it's kind of opened my eyes, you know, I, I can play at a high level, you know, I'm just a freshman, and I'm just going to continue to, you know, build on this. And then obviously seeing Brandon go through everything he did was very encouraging for me.
0: Of course, we have the NFL Combine going on this week, Shane, and soon the Pro Day circuit will begin Uh, Can you just share with us where you are training at for your Pro Day and uh, when and where will that Pro Day take place at? Will Mankato hold their own Pro Day? Will you try and get into one of the uh, bigger programs Pro Days? Uh, Any update on that?
1: So I'm actually training at the training house uh, under Bill Welly, and I will be running my Pro Day at the University of Minnesota. Um, I just got a confirmation today, but like you talked about, the combine's going on now, and I actually just had to pause it because the wide receivers were running their 40s currently.
0: Oh man! I well, hey, you know, I appreciate you. Uh, you know, I'm sure you're really looking forward to to doing that, and congratulations on getting that. Um, you know, being accepted into the University of uh, Minnesota Pro Day, obviously a big opportunity uh, for you. Now, going back to your high school days, Shane, I know you're an all-state performer in track and field. What events? Were you actually participating in back then? And does that track background help you at all as you now prepare for your pro day?
1: Yeah, so I actually uh, competed in a few events. Um, Obviously, you're only limited to four, but I was a long jumper, triple jumper, high jump, actually through shot put, and then uh, ran in the four-by-two team. So it was a matter of, you know, what events, how many points I could score and help the team win or whatever, uh, to which four I chose. But my main event was the long jump.
0: Okay, awesome. So that should certainly help you come Pro Day. Um, what are your goals for Pro Day, Shane? I mean, do, do you mind sharing what numbers uh, you'd like to put up? Do you have any goals? I know your brother, Brandon, I was you know, preparing for this interview, Shane. I was doing a bunch of research on you, looking uh, at your brother's career as well. And I know every year... He would uh, write his goals down every year. He would have a new list of goals. Uh, Do you do anything uh, similar? And uh, you know, would you mind uh, sharing what some of your goals are come pro day? Yeah, I have no
1: problem with that. So uh, as far as goals go, I actually have the, I believe it's 2008 to 2012 averages for the every single position from the combine, whether it's forty bench, all that. I have um, 2017 and 2018. We were given that sheet uh, from our trainer Bill Welley. And I have that posted in my bathroom, so it's something I see every single day. Um, Along with that, next to that, I actually have my own goals um, for this process and and throughout the year. So, yeah, Brandon actually instilled that goal-setting mentality, you know, into me, and it's helped out a lot. As far as goals for my pro day, you know, I haven't got too caught up. I'm just trying to put my faith, trust, and belief in Bill and, you know, what he's done. He's a phenomenal track record of of, – uh, improving athletes' times and whatnot. But a big thing for me is the 40, so I've put a ton of uh, attention into that. So we'll see. I don't know exactly the time I'm shooting for a low four or a high 4.5, low 4.6. Um, that would be a really big goal for me.
0: And that will be a great number, especially somebody of your size, Shane. I mean, something that stands out right away when watching your film, you don't even need to press play to see it, and that's your size. I see the Mankato website has you listed at 6'5". Two hundred and fifteen pounds is—is is that about where you're at right now?
1: So I'm a little bit shorter than that. I think they stretch that just a little bit. So <laughs> I've been measured at like six three and a half. Uh, I think it was what I was most recently measured at. And I'll be running my pro day at about two thirteen is what I expect.
0: Okay, awesome. Well, appreciate you confirming that. Yeah, I mean, we see it all the time. The the programs uh, websites could be a little bit off. And they could be inflating and deflating at times, so appreciate that 6'3 and a half, about 213. <laughs> Again, we're chatting with 2020 NFL draft prospect, wide receiver out of Minnesota State, Mankato, Shane Zilstra. And, uh, Shane, you rock the number 84. You're from Minnesota, so the first thing that comes to my mind is Randy Moss. Would that happen to be the reason why you sport the number 84? Uh, was that a guy that you looked up to growing up?
1: Yeah, that was definitely one of the reasons. I actually came into college and requested a different number, but I actually got 84 and I thought, hey, like, obviously grew up watching Randy Moss. Like, this is a perfect fit. Um, obviously he's one of a big role model of mine. Then also not only that, but 84 hadn't been worn, um, from someone, uh, from Mankato in a long time. So I kind of wanted to make it my own number, so to speak.
0: And you certainly did that. If you don't mind me asking, what was the number that you requested and was there a, a specific reason as to why you requested that number? Was there any sentimental value for that number? I don't I don't remember off the top of my head. It might have
1: been like 8 or 7. <laughs> um, I was obviously 8 in high school and no
0: sentimental value to that, but just something I uh, had in high school. Absolutely. Well, safe to say you made the number 84 in the... Minnesota Mankato Mavericks uh, you know, form your number, no doubt about that. I'm sure teams have been in and out of Mankato the past couple of years to check out practice and, and or games. Um, have you been able to meet with any teams up to this point, Shane? Any idea how they're viewing you as a pro prospect?
1: Yeah, I have been fortunate to meet with a few teams. Um, like you said, you know, we had quite a few teams come through this fall. It's between 25 and, and maybe 30 teams come through, and check on myself as well as other uh, prospects. But I've met with a few teams during that process and then I actually went down to Dallas for the College Gridiron Showcase and I was able to meet with quite a few teams down there. So it was a, a, a great opportunity for me to get interviewed by them and get to know more about the team as well.
0: Absolutely, I I was actually unaware that you participated in the College Gridiron Showcase. Um, You know, one of these up-and-coming All-Star games, no doubt about it. I had the pleasure of actually covering it a couple of years ago. Um, Can you just tell us about that experience, Shane? I mean, what was it like to go up against fellow players from, you know, some of these bigger schools, some other uh, fellow Division II guys as well? But overall, just players that, at the end of the day, have the same goal as you, and that's to make it professionally.
1: Like you said, Chris, it's a great opportunity to compete against that next level. And, you know, like we talked about earlier, was just having that small school knock, um, you know, that, that many people get. And it was just trying to overcome that barrier. That was a huge part and a huge goal of mine to overcome at, while I was down in Dallas at the College Gridiron Showcase. And I think I did that, you know. Um, I think I stood out against, quote-unquote, Division One guys. Um, so I was very happy with my performance down there.
0: Couple more questions for you, Shane. Then we'll let you go again. He's Shane Zilstra, wide receiver out of Minnesota State Mankato, 2020 NFL draft prospect. And Shane, one of the things that really irks me—I'm a big fan of—you know, small school football, FCS football, Division two football, even dive into Division three football at times. And one of the things that irks me the most about the draft process, year in and year out, is looking at a player's scouting report and seeing one of the weaknesses listed as um you know strength of schedule or lack of competition as if it's certain you know your choice of who you go up against uh, week in and week out coming from a division 2 program chain like Minnesota State Mankato although it is a powerhouse in the division 2 ranks you're still going to get hit with that small school label is that something that um you know does it add a chip on your shoulder do you take pride in taking a route less traveled to get to where you want to ultimately get to, and that's the NFL?
1: Yeah, I mean it can definitely be frustrating at times, but you know I've kind of accepted that role, um, and I just hope to prove a lot of people wrong. You know, I have two, you know, great examples in Adam Thielen and my brother Brandon. You know, like we talked about earlier, just coming from small schools and, and overcoming that barrier, and it's something I plan to do as well.
0: And for those not familiar with your game, Shane, how would you describe it? What are some of the strengths you bring to the wide receiver position? You know, I just feel like I'm that big body
1: receiver that's able to make catches not only downfield but in traffic. Um, I feel like I have elusive speed that kind of goes unrecognized sometimes, but I feel like I'm able to make, you know, contested catches and, and really come down with football.
0: And I know this is a, a dream scenario that I'm drawing up here, Shane. But I, I know you didn't get the opportunity to play with your brother in high school. He's four years older than you. So right when you got into high school, he was just getting into college. What would it be like to play at the NFL level alongside your brother? Let's just say the Carolina Panthers take a t- take a shot at you. Um, I mean, have you ever thought about that? up to this point? I mean, what would that be like playing alongside your brother Brandon in the National Football League?
1: It would mean everything. It's actually funny that you bring that up because Brandon and I have talked about that many times and that's one of our goals that we both have uh, and that we talked about in that situation when I was a freshman and he was a freshman uh, in high school and college. But it's something we've talked about for a very long time. We weren't able to do it in college, but it's something we've definitely talked about uh, uh, at the next level. So it'd be... an incredible experience and just very cool to be lined up across from them, on the other side, that is.
0: And the Carolina Panthers, they could be a team that could look for a wide receiver at some point in the draft or um, certainly as a uh, you know priority-free agent. So we will see. Final question, Shane, then I'll let you go. Let's say we have all 32 NFL general managers. They're tuned into this very interview. Why should they want the standout wide receiver out of Minnesota State, Mankato, Shane Zilstra, a part of their team?
1: You know, I just feel like I'm a versatile player. Um, you know, I have a very productive college career, and not only as a wide receiver, but I have no problem transitioning to the tight end spot like some teams have talked to me about. So just being versatile uh, like that, I've been able, very fortunate to be durable as well. Um, and like we talked about, I had a very productive year, uh, years in college.
0: Well, Shane, I- I've had the pleasure of uh, following your career from afar. Um, and it's uh, been an absolute pleasure to watch you uh, do what you do week in and week out. Congratulations on all the success um, throughout your collegiate career. Really looking forward to seeing um, the numbers that you put up at that Minnesota Pro Day. Congratulations on getting accepted to that earlier in the day, and uh, really uh, looking forward to seeing where you land here uh, in the next couple of months. Thank you very much for your time, and uh, again, wishing you all the best.
1: Yeah, I appreciate it, Chris. Thanks for having me on.